0: Greetings, Comic Con fans. You are going to be blessed today by a different episode of the Horror Movie Podcast. Normally on the Horrible Movie Podcast, we will talk up have a guest on. We'll talk about a movie. We'll break it down. Well, today, on this episode of the Horrible Movie Podcast, we are teaming up. Super friends Unite. Wonder Twins Unite into the form of the Midwest Geek Summit podcast. We have Fanatics and the Fan. We have the Worst Comic Podcast, which is about comic books. Worst comic podcast ever. Um, and we have The Horror Movie Podcast. All three of those podcasts have combined, have morphed, have transformed for this one episode, a very special episode, a very special episode to bring you live discussion on everything that is geek, nerd, comic book, movie, television show, whatever else comes in our brains while we talk. It's an extended episode, and uh, we're just going to talk about a lot of things in this so it's not a typical episode of the horror movie podcast and it's not just me talking it's many other people from other podcasts i'm giving you that caveat we on the horror movie podcast are generally a always family friendly no no foul language you know minimal innuendo at times and it's not overt folks i'm not, i'm just telling you At times, this one does veer a little bit more adult. Not over the top, though. But I'm just giving you that warning, just so you know. There are not bad language, but there are sometimes some strong language. And I am just giving you the heads up so you're aware that that's a possibility. Now, uh, Phil has edited out a a few of the bleeps and bloops of the podcast. Nothing crazy, though. Trust me. Had he left it as it was... I don't feel as though you would have been offended. However, just giving you the caveat, which hopefully, now I've told you this, and now you're enticed to actually listen to the rest of this episode by because you're going to listen up and see what's what's said on there. Follow us on Twitter at One whole Movie. Go, like our Facebook. Download this. You've already downloaded this, but iTunes has us. Google Play has us. Revolverpodcasts.com. Um, you can listen to us there. We're going to be at Planet Comic Con in... Uh, Kansas City, um, May the 21st, doing a uh, panel for a movie. 2.30 to 3.30, come on, see us. Uh, it's going to be a huge Comic-Con. Planet Comic-Con is a gigantic, a gigantic event. Uh Segueing back, Lebanon MedCom was a lot of fun, and uh, we had we got to meet some really cool people. I'm going to tell you this: we talk about Batman vs Superman in this episode. If you've not seen Batman vs Superman, or you didn't listen to last week's episode on the Horror Movie Podcast, um, this is we give away a lot of spoilers uh, for Batman vs Superman and some other things. There are other other things we talk about a number of things in this podcast. It's like a really long episode, which you may love or lo- not like. Who knows? Um, call Horrible Movie Phone. What was that number, Jared? Four one seven three one nine four six seven seven. Thank you, and uh, that's just gonna be great. So check us out. Uh, yep, yep. Waka waka, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna have a good time. Enjoy this podcast. Love it, at Megacon again. Just a warning: a little different than other episodes, but you're still gonna love it. Uh, three podcasts, unite. fantastic. Uh, fantastic. Uh, fa- Fanatic and the fan. Uh, the worst comic po- podcast ever, and the horror movie podcast. We all three talk. And it's just a big group discussion. So enjoy it. Thank you so much. Uh, a good day.
1: That's right, folks. You're listening to, oh, my God, I don't even know what to call this. How about the Geek Midwest? Midwest Geek Summit podcast. Keith's got some good <laughs> Hey, everybody. Is, this is Keith. And Hawk. Brandon's here. From Fanatics in the Fan, and we are joined, or joining, or, this is awesome, this much geek in one A place, simuline. we're out here at the Lebanon Megacon at the Cowan Civic Center, wow, this is awesome. This is beyond
2: awesome. Look, we're we're here uh, doing this mega joint podcast with
3: our friends, well, introduce yourselves. Go ahead, Jerry. All right, I am Jerry McMullen with the Worst
0: Comic Podcast Ever. Good job, Good job Jerry. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm Jack with the Horrible Movie Podcast. All right. Horrible Movie Podcast. And, of course, we're
1: with Fanatics and the Fan, and and we're going to cover some geek stuff. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's been
0: happening this week, Keith. A lot yeah. of stuff.
2: And so we're going to start out camping this show
4: over.
0: Hey, uh, it's Jack from the Horrible Movie Podcast. Uh, you know, we're going to start off talking a little bit about television. Cool. Guys, cool. I don't know about you. What do you guys think about the... Uh, DC television as far as <laughs> Flash, Arrow, Legend of Tomorrow.
2: What are our thoughts? Uh, you know what? The ratings have been uh, interesting, as long as we're not
1: talking about Supergirl. That's as, true. As long as we're not talking about storylines either, because the ratings are great, but the
0: storylines... Now, what, what, <laughs> are all three not good to you? I mean, are you all three kind of like, this is kind of horrible, or what?
2: Uh, uh, there's varying degrees of success in my mind. Uh uh, you know what arrow is a good show okay that uh, hasn't been as good uh, the That's flash it good uh, the flash has been excellent with a few recent problems okay and uh, DC's legends of tomorrow
0: is uh, a TV show that I hear it's okay is it, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it too much of a mixed bag like the scattered scattered mess or See, what is it Brandon uh,
5: well, DC the legends of tomorrow uh, you know, to begin with, it was just all over the place. There was too much going on, and they've they were have got too many characters. They, they weren't focusing enough on the story. Mm-hmm. But the recent episodes and the that I've seen... the story itself is not even that yeah, good. The recent episodes I've seen have started to really focus more on the character building and development, which is where they needed to go with that to begin with. Yeah. They should really kind of, you know, Vandal Savage should be the background just happening. It should be the character development. And I really like what they've done with some of the okay. character development okay. recently.
1: And, of course, time a tra- time travel storyline is very hard to mess with and you're, you're limiting yourself right uh, uh, and they've got a few halfway decent actors and even some of those people to me seems to have dumbed down their skills even you've got a uh, you've got a
2: cast and that is very very good you've got a writing staff though that is pretty much a l- the same the writing staff for all of those shows including Supergirl pretty much the same. Because the basic premise of all three, the basic setup, I should say, of all three shows are the same. You got your big character, mm-hmm. who in the comics yes. is usually someone that's more of an individual. Right. But for all four of those TV shows, now have to have their own team, their own super secret place. Yeah, that is true. They a, all,
0: yeah, every you episode smart is some level of team or up. Smart yeah. person. Right.
2: You've got your your your, and then on top of the smart person, you got to always have somebody with science angle yes. or a potential love interest. And then you know the the prerequisite uh, black guy friend, and
0: which uh, is <laughs> it, 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 he? And me and Keith both play well. Yeah, it, it's just it's just it's getting kind of it's the same shtick over and over again. It is, and yeah. and I think only the Flash does it well. Okay, okay, right and, on. You know, um, uh, Agents of Shield. You guys watch Agents of Shield? I love of it. Just... love it. All all thumbs up. For Agents of Shield. Jerry, what do you think about Agents of Shield? Do you watch it? I do but I'm a little behind on it right
3: now. you know, kids and life. Oh, and you family, know it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> There's a lot of TV too. No, no, and no, no, that's no, no. just it. I mean, I could I could dedicate an entire DVR just to nerd programming right yeah, now. Right. I mean, there is so much on every night of the week. There is something that's recording that I got to find time to make work into the we schedule. We actually did a
1: show on that and we can, it's it's we're at actually 251. On nerd programming, and it's hard. It's like nerd programming. Yeah. It's not not even that gray area stuff. It's literally nerd programming. And Agents of SEAL is so awesome. Uh, that's 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 my tie-in. Uh, shout out to Ming Na, who we got to hang out with, interview with. Woohoo!
5: Well, <laughs> one of the best things about Agents of Shield. Is uh, it, it really ties itself into the Marvel Universe very well, and the only most disappointing thing about it is that the movies are no longer going to tie it into the Marvel Universe. Right. That's at the same time it's the best and the worst thing about it.
2: Well, uh, that was going to happen. Yeah. I, mean, I would know, Warner Brothers game. figured that out a long time ago. But uh, to me, it was going to happen, and it hasn't hurt since the big split. Uh-huh. You know, between Marvel Entertainment and Marvel Studios right. Now. And so the big question is now as we are going into the fall looking at all the stuff post split, mm-hmm. meaning I think everything after Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. We you know, that's when you should be looking to see if there's any problems at that point. But leading up to now, it's been all good. Cool,
3: cool. One uh, big happy family. Yeah, yeah. For now. Especially uh, when yeah. Doctor
1: Strange comes out.
3: Yeah, it's gonna, awesome. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Although we're
1: just we're just one week away from what's supposed to be the best movie of the entire Well, that's jumping ahead a bit. That's jumping ahead. Yeah. Jumping ahead, but
2: yes,
0: we're one week away yeah. Tell us a little bit about uh, I've heard some talk about a Star Trek series coming down the pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tell yeah. Us a bit Brian, about that Brian
2: Fuller the guy behind uh, Hannibal and the upcoming American gods mm-hmm. is uh, the showrunner for a brand new Star Trek program okay. that uh, they're saying now will be shot this fall more than likely
0: in Canada. What will it be on? What network will it be, be and on? And that's
2: the thing. It's not going to be on the network. It'll mm-hmm. be the CBS all, uh, platform All Access. Oh, so it's so like it's, it's a their web programming. program. Yes. Their web program. Okay. But it's going to been... have incredible values, uh, production values, and it's, it's, it's going to
1: have Nicholas Meyer, who yeah, is it's the actually direct... gonna be, It's going to be a lot more like uh, Daredevil is on Netflix, except for it's yeah. for their CBS One. That's smart. That's uh, yeah, On-demand. On, like that, yeah. So you're going to have man.
2: Nicholas Meyer. Who was the director and co-writer of some of the best Star Trek films? Yep. And so he'll be working with that, and you're going to have support from uh, Rod Roddenberry, Gene's son.
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh,
2: my thing is, they're looking at having this premiere sometime around January of next year.
3: I'm ready.
0: Uh, yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I think everybody's ready. Well, that'll and draw that'll draw viewership to CBS's uh, you know web web programming. Yes. Are, are they, they going to release
3: them? like on a weekly basis or are they going to do like netflix and release everything at one time that
2: that information has not been released right Mm -hmm. now i think as we get closer to the premiere they'll i think they're considering their options it'd be smart for them to release it all at one time but
3: well the smart thing to do would be to do it one one episode per week because they're they're trying to drive subscribers to stay on their platform yes so You know, if you've got a 13-week season that runs over three-plus months, that's three months of revenue that they could collect. Good
2: point. Good point. But I I think with today's, you know, a majority of the people that seem to really be driving a lot of that are younger. And they are completely used to Mm binge-watching. So if you're going to try to, you know, put this out there with having to restart Star Trek on television with now... Uh, almost uh, As far as people under the age of 25 who are not used to seeing this on a exactly. weekly basis, you're going to risk alienating a group of people who you're going to need in the future as far as viewers. Mm-hmm. Now, you and I, yeah, we're willing to wait because that's yeah. how we're used to Star Trek. Mm-hmm. This would be the first time that we would you know, have the possibility of seeing something that you can just <laughs> binge watch. Right. I agree with you. The smart money uh, on, on that end financially sure. would be to have it weekly. But
1: with a lot of younger people, my kids, they're not no. going to They're not going to wait. You know what? Win. And and those that generation ain't wrong because, you know, I I know for a fact that he's binge-watched Daredevil and season two of Daredevil. Right. I've been watched Daredevil, Jessica Jones. I'm going to binge watch Lucas uh, Luke Cage. Lucas Cage. <laughs> uh, Lucas Cage. I don't Luca, care. I'll take Lucas Cage. I don't care. We're being fancy. Since eight, I binge-watched it all. And – I, there's a there's a, there's a a commercial out there that that's talks about the show hole.
5: I know exactly what that feels right. like. I think it really depends on how, what kind of episode format they really go with with a Star mm-hmm. Trek. I will not watch the Walking Dead series at, we, on a weekly basis. He doesn't,
1: and it's annoying. Because it's, it has too many
5: slow parts. Yep. I want to be able to binge watch all the way through. You want it to yeah. collectively build up, and I do that mm-hmm. with shows too. Yeah. Supernatural this
0: season is Supernatural. Yep. I'm just letting it build in, and yep. we're going to watch it all in one setting because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to pull the. Which is that, crazy. That's it. It is growing crazy. up. Growing up, that's how TV was done. You, yeah, but you know, that's you, you the even part,
2: go. though. That's what's been giving them problems in network television right now because we've reached sort of like a cross generational of, uh, 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 you know, we're, we're crossing different the different ways generations watch things. So right now, like I said, anybody that's about 25 years or younger, they're used to binge watching versus anybody that's older than that, yep. you know, us. Yeah. Yep. So as we want to watch things weekly,
0: because that's what we're used to, yep. younger people are used to just yeah.
2: having the whole thing we're there. U- we're
0: right. used to it, but we're... I am definitely. Yeah. I, hey, you. I'll binge watch it much sooner, but I, yeah. I am patient enough to. Yeah. Watch wait for a series to come out, but like I said, some series I picked to just kind of say, I'm just gonna let it fill up, and then we're gonna sit down and watch. And that's hurt a lot of TV shows. Yeah. Some believe. Well, and the ratings are the ratings are screwed up anyway. Yeah. The way they rate. Yeah. Them yeah. is Unbelievable. Yeah. Especially yeah. with the
3: DVRs.
2: Oh
0: yeah. That blows everything up. But me. but yeah. that's that's what's
2: killing shows like Agent Carter now. Yeah, You know, I mean, it's looking like Agent Carter's not going to come back, even right. though
5: it's a terrific you show. It's a good show, yes. yeah. Well, I think Agent Carter would have been benefited more simply because of the cast, the way they work and have, you know, other projects they want to be a part of. It would have worked better as a Netflix show, more mm-hmm. like Sherlock. You do three, yeah, like, yeah. hour, ten-minute episodes. Mm-hmm. You do it whenever they can get time together to shoot the films. Yes. And it just goes on Netflix. Smart. And that's, it's You yeah. get one of those a year. Everybody would be happy. It and it's a great show. It has a lot to it. It's it provides a, a, a uh, female heroine that we don't really have, and it does it really well. It doesn't do it in a way that's just oh, I'm female and I'm a superhero. Right. It's it's yeah. it really it's a really great show. So I well, I think uh,
2: Marvel's all right because you know they've got Jessica Jones. Yeah, right. You know, that's uh, true. It, it, it's also kind of costly to do a period piece, a costume yes. period piece. Mm-hmm. And so it's easier, you know, cheaper, really, to do something like Jessica Jones, which doesn't require that much. You know, cameras, the actors, you, you've got everything you need, and you just mm-hmm. shoot it. Right. So now we're looking at uh, Charlie Cox, the lead actor from Daredevil, that right. had slipped that we're looking at the Defenders this fall. Which i can I need to production. Quick enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, know.
0: I mean, I, I just think that those Netflix shows have been done so well, oh, and you can geez. watch them immediately. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just like, that, that will be... Phenomenal. I'm I, I look forward to, uh, to Iron Fist. I think it'll be great. However they, however they do it, will we'll, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they pull it all off. And but.
3: Netflix just announced over the weekend uh, that they're going forward with a Punisher series. Yep. Yes. Well, which, by the way, he did a freaking, oh,
2: John unbelievable, unbelievable oh, job man. in it.
5: He did amazing. That, that yeah. dude's amazing. Yeah.
2: And and I gotta say, I gotta say that if there were one person on Netflix that definitely deserves to cross over into the films. He would. Oh, my I don't goodness. understand why I wouldn't use any it's, of those it's, characters it's in, time, in movies. It's money. It's I, I, I would I would
0: love to just make it all work together, but, yeah. you know, the business end of it is mm-hmm. what it is. Uh, speaking of superheroes, let's segue to, to movies. Uh, Batman versus Superman, what are our thoughts overall? Hawk, what are your thoughts on Batman, <laughs> Batman versus Superman? Ready, go. Sit back and enjoy the show. <laughs> right, right.
1: Um, I, actually, for me, it's been an interesting experience overall. And mind you, I, I go into most things. Uh, uh, I go in as a critic to prepare myself for other critics' criticisms, but I'm honestly just the host of our show, so I, I get to enjoy them. But it's it's been it was a great experience. Like to the left of me was someone who hated the show, hated the movie, was 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 upset, and to the right of me was someone that loved it. And I tell all the same story. There was people in my theater crying when he died. And it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, and I did a poll. Of about fifteen people from different different showings, uh-huh. each one of them had someone that was physically bawling. Physically bawling. Uh, it was it was crazy. Wow. It was absolutely crazy.
5: I you know I went in there with absolutely no expectations. I avoided trying to hype myself up for it. You know I knew it wasn't going to be a Superman movie like I wanted. I knew it wasn't going to be a Batman movie like I wanted. I knew it wasn't going to be a DC movie like I wanted. I so I went in there with no expectations and, and tried to just kind of watch it from a more fresh perspective. It was worth the money I paid for it, I think. But I don't think that it's one, one <laughs> to one.
1: You got free at the Branson IMAX. What?
0: How, was it good? I didn't see it in IMAX. Was it awesome in IMAX? It was actually really was awesome, that, Is that
5: awesome. worth the IMAX money? You know, I, I'll say this. And, you know, I love... Every movie I've seen on the IMAX, I'd rather see on the IMAX okay. than and then a regular screen. It just—it just feels so much bigger, so much you know, more into the it's action. All encompassing. Shout out to the uh, Branson IMAX, uh, VisionCon, and FanX, and the fan will yeah, be there. There you go for um, Civil War. We will be there for Civil War. But um, yeah, it's like it—it it worked as a movie as on its own. I don't know what they're really trying to do with this universe, but yeah. they've—they put a lot of irons in that fire, and we'll yeah. see if they can stay. Yeah stay
0: going. So
1: Now, and, and my question leads to the worst... Oh, well, worst. No, we're,
2: we're still going around the table.
1: <laughs>
3: we'll get back. That's where I was all going right, with that. All right. Batman versus Superman. I didn't think the movie was as bad as everyone made it out to be. Okay. Uh, I, think, I think there was a lot of people that decided to prejudge the movie before they even saw it, mm-hmm. just based upon other word of mouth. And, or Ben Affleck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll be honest. All right, I had an issue more with Jesse Eisenberg right from the very start. Mm-hmm. He was so weird. Like, and to weird. me, I
1: don't know where the crazy came from. That one threw me.
3: Yeah, and to me, that like that was the like worst part of that movie was his performance. Mm-hmm. The only time that I really saw the Luther that I want to see was at the very end when he's in the prison, and so there it wasn't a perfect movie you'd be hard pressed to find a perfect movie but is anymore. it going to be a
1: good story cuz cuz we kind of get a sense of what story they're about to tell is it going to mm-hmm. be a halfway decent story
3: is it's my got wonder. the potential i i I'd, I'd, I'd love what they did with wonder woman yeah and, oh, and she's awesome. not she's <laughs> not in it enough and the the talk <laughs> with the with the wonder woman solo movie coming out is that a lot of it's going to be set in World War One, that was the success for me with the first Captain America movie. Was it being set in World War Two, and it gave us a kind of fresh perspective? And I hope that that carries over with the Wonder Woman movie being set in World War mm-hmm. One. So,
2: well, it also gives you good material for a sequel if you like our adventure mm-hmm. in World War One. Yep. Now I'm, I gotta say, I'm, I'm glad you guys went first. <laughs> I gotta say, to me, this is one of those films, like like many others, if you're used to dealing with films and filmmakers, cutting 30 minutes out of any movie will change a movie. It makes it detrimental, yeah. And this movie was already tight and ready to go at three hours. Now first of all, anyone that enjoyed the Watchmen film, you realize it was a better movie at three hours. Yeah. A lot of Zack Snyder stuff is better at three hours. The fact that Warner Brothers enjoyed the three-hour cut and then came back later to tell him, hey, we're not going to release it, we're just going to release a cut version of this perfect movie, to me, it all changes once we see the three-hour version. Okay? For me, what you got was an imperfect film. That's kind of like showing the Star Wars trilogy, you know, the first trilogy mm-hmm. to a group of kids, but you don't show them Empire. You just show them the first and the last movie. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. You cut out that middle section, Which is... I mean, with, with A New Hope yep. and then with Return of the Jedi without Empire, yeah. it's a whole different ballgame. It's ball a totally game. different ballgame, yeah. And that's what I think you, we've got in this case. Mm. Now, i'm not saying it's like all that in a bag of chips but mm-hmm. the movie's not as bad as we may think as long as we and don't show them the original and prequels and and the thing about jesse eisenberg's performance is he was the one that completely suffered because they cut a lot of his stuff yeah. they cut a lot of people there's a whole segment missing at the beginning of the movie the africa sequence is longer yeah way longer that would have helped we, set, that would have set yeah, up the, set the stage them, yeah. because you learn more about quote unquote Jimmy Olsen in yeah. the movie so he's in yeah, there wonders.
0: you're right quote unquote Jimmy Olsen well, well,
2: for us right now it is quote unquote Yeah. in that version it is Jimmy, Jimmy yeah. and so it has much more of an, an emotional impact gotcha. and it has to deal with you know the stories are better you get better character interaction and a better understanding of everything mm-hmm. so as far as I'm concerned $855 million yeah. for a movie that was incomplete that's a lot of money And look at it go. I mean, uh, just think of what they could have made if it had actually been a
5: three-hour film. Make it long. So, in this case, make it long. Yeah. I I will say one thing about their their, character development. Uh, There was one thing that I really enjoyed, they did right before, you know, in their promotional stuff, is they had those Dr. Pepper things where you went and downloaded that comic. That five-issue mini-comic was... It really set up a movie that I felt like I got kind of cheated out of because it really, it really defined the Batman character as why he feels this way, and with the Superman coming out, it really defined Lex Luthor in a better way than the movie ever looked into doing. Well,
2: the movie version that we got,
4: yeah,
5: yeah. So, um, and,
2: and, and the thing is, a lot of that, I, I again blame Warner Brothers PR because there are a lot of different comic books there are a lot of different animated things that have been produced mm-hmm. that would have been very good material going in if people knew to watch it okay Justice League War and Justice League The Flashpoint Paradox are Woo-hoo! two it's animated it's awesome yeah, it's yeah awesome. they're yeah. both on Netflix right i told people to yeah. go ahead and watch those before they saw the movie yeah, it, and you come out understanding so much more well last segment something makes good yes yeah, you understand things Way better, and the whole Jimmy Olsen storyline, right? That's actually from *Injustice: Gods Among Us*. Mm. So, if you've actually played the game, you understood what they were going. So, really, you you have a filmmaker that's pulling not only just from the comics. He's pulling from the animated stuff. He's pulling from everything. Which is that's an what Warner wants. That's yeah. what Warner. Yeah. Which won. is actually a great the new game. head of Warner. Yep. is the guy that ran their home video section and, and was partially responsible for all those great animated stuff that we saw. Mm-hmm. So it makes more sense. Gotcha. All of it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, we, uh, on the Horror Movie Podcast, actually last week we did a roundtable discussion yeah. on Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. And so if you want to hear my take on it, go to iTunes, download the Horror Movie Podcast, Batman vs. Superman episode, Thank you very much. All right, so it's shameless plug. See what I did there? Okay. I love the horrible. Movie <laughs> that was ridiculous. It's great it's stuff. It's horrible. Um, Jungle Book. Uh, I took my five-year-old to watch the Jungle Book. Yes. And it was visually unbelievable. Um, ten years ago, we would have talking animals, and it would look horrible. Like it would. It would be. Uh, an animal with the Conan O'Brien mouth uh, <laughs> talking, and that's not what we got there. You guys, have you guys all seen The Jungle Book? I haven't. I haven't. But I'm I, looking
1: forward to the entire series of things that they're doing. They're working on uh, Peach Dragon. is actually also in post and ready cool. to come out, and it's going to be awesome. Right. And they've got another one that I'm going to mention. It's in pre-production I'm very much looking forward to. It. I'm not even going to say the name of it, but Disney is rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they, they got the cash, and, and, and
2: they have the wherewithal. And they have the properties, man. They oh. got every oh, property. Oh, big word. You big word from Keith and Fanatics and the fan. Uh, yeah, if you listen to the show on a regular basis, you know I do that a lot. But, um, you mean talk too much?
5: No, that's you. Ooh.
4: But,
2: the, 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 you know, what I really, really enjoy out of that is just the fact that you just have a lot of really um, – in, in, in the Jungle Book, you you have a lot of people who are just big fans of the book, and it tells that is a movie that just comes across as like, this is just yes yeah. phenomenal. It was phenomenal, and the
1: business that this film's been doing is right amazing. Is the amazing. voice casting, just the casting for no, the voices perfect. that they picked, yeah. were just yeah. wow. Yeah, perfect, ingenious in some in some places. Yeah. Just absolutely
0: right on. Uh, well, that's kind of wraps up kind of the then part of our of, of our. Uh, of our Woo-hoo. conversation, uh, no, uh, no, no Daredevil talk. Well, we kind of segued to Daredevil and talked a little about it. We can talk Daredevil real quick no, no, no. if you want to. Uh, to. Season two, of Daredevil, awesome. Like, yeah. like awesome, awesome. I thought. There, clean there's up there's your fight better.
1: scenes for season three is all I ask. I don't, What's I, don't, that? I don't I'm saying, clean up the fight scenes for season three, please. Clean, I, clean was, them up. Clean you up. You, no, you didn't you like the fight scenes. The, the last fight scene was awful. It was. It was so bad. I, I, I respectfully disagree. I, I, I do. I, I as, as someone who, as someone who also films fight scenes, mm-hmm. there were some, and, and I think it was just one person, and I'm not going to name her name or anything. Mm-hmm. But some of the fight scenes need to be a little bit cleaned up. But still, the most amazing fight scenes ever. Even if they were sloppy, they were yeah. still they're great. They're still awesome. Yeah, you know, still I, would, awesome. I wish I could screw up that good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, I,
2: I look, look, look. From that to Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool's not now.
1: All yeah, of you guys enjoyed yeah, Deadpool. No,
0: that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. How could you not? Didn't
1: I, there's there's a there's a photo going around that I know of that the vision con staff put together They found a place to do the superhero landing <laughs> in Springfield. It's a great photo, and they won't <laughs> tell anybody where it is <laughs> and, and he and folks if you don't notice Brandon's nodding his head laughing trying to keep his mouth shut cuz he know he was he was involved with
5: it It's a secret
1: <laughs> but it's, Like all like the Andre whole the movie years. was great.
5: Yeah it was and awesome.
1: and Shocking, because well, I seven, hate Ryan.
2: Seven years, <laughs> seven years of just working it. Yeah. Seven years of Fox just going well, we don't know. Well,
0: I'm picking it up out of the trash can <laughs> and and opening opening the script back and, up and like.
2: And sixty and a sixty-eight million dollar budget. Yep. After having just the current X-Men and yep. all the other X movies at about what two hundred plus budgets for those. Yeah, and pulling off what they pulled yeah. off. Of oh my goodness! That,
3: that was the best representation of Colossus. That we've seen on oh, screen, yeah. yeah, 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 and yeah, I mean that—that no, that was wasn't. most true to the comic right. book version. That's, That's the important. Did, how many part. people
1: laughed when he got punched or, or by that girl? Yeah, that was the greatest. Everybody dude. laughed. That was yeah. An yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It it's good. <laughs> that and, entire and movie, I
5: loved him, but excellent.
2: And and yeah. from a comic book lover's point of view, yeah. come on, yeah. that movie, yeah. they should just turn all future X Men films over to Ryan Reynolds and his team
5: yeah. because they know how to do it. Cheaper too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, with the Deadpool movie, the only thing that worries me is what else is Fox going to pick up out of the trash and think that they can put back on anything. Ugh. That's true. mean, um, oh, There's a lot of properties that I'd love to see them bring back, but I know if they do, they're just going to ruin. Well, there's a lot of properties <laughs> they
3: no longer have. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean,
5: they're they they, they
3: they're just down to the X-Men universe at this point. Well, I'm oh, just X X talking X-Men about anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, but if that, they were, if that they were might smart, be going away. Well,
2: if they were, yeah. If yeah. They were smart, they would give... Fantastic Four back to Marvel
0: Studios. I would
1: actually not mind if they put that on the shelf long enough for another generation to have it. Well, I to hate get, to say that. To get you get know, some of the
0: bad taste out of their mouth. From yeah, I
1: you know. Yeah. Fantastic movie.
2: Four could easily be a Netflix series.
1: It could. It could. Really yeah.
2: As long as you can have something like Doctor Who running, yep. that's be. that's basically Fantastic Four. Yeah, exactly. And, and Disney knows how to do it. I mean, they've already had Fantastic Four. They call it The Incredibles, and yeah. they did it fantastically. <laughs> yeah, they So did. I wouldn't put it on a Which, show.
1: Which aren't they me from? They're doing, another, they're doing a,
3: a yes. sequel. Yes, there's yeah, a yep.
1: sequel. Oh. I'm actually looking
3: another for yeah.
1: Cars movie, too.
3: Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yes, what, we were moving on. Kay. So let's talk about things going on within the next week, next month, because I will tell you, for me as a comic book fan and as a Star Wars fan, the first week of May is like nerd Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First of all, we got May 4th coming up, which is like the unofficial, official Star Wars day. Yes. So that's always, and I, I tell you, Disney missed the mark. They should have released... Force Awakens on DVD Blu-ray on I mean, May 4th. Yes. Really not, a, not in early April. May 4th. Mm-hmm. That was your day I have no idea why then. they
1: didn't do that. This is, so. it's, it's, it, when I saw that it was coming out, I was like, wait! Yeah. Wasn't it still in the theaters almost? Like in, in the, at the cheap theaters? It made yeah. no sense. Well, I,
2: I think it's a business thing because Disney doesn't like to compete against itself. Exactly. And with Captain America coming out, sure. it would have been competing against themselves. Mm-hmm. I, again,
0: I totally agree with you. Yeah.
2: But I can also see their, their point of view on that one. Yeah. They're
0: getting yeah. to a point where they have so many things that it's like when's not going to be a time they're going to have you know compete against themselves a little bit so
3: yeah so what's great about may 4th this year it falls on wednesday new comic book day yeah and marvel is releasing or re-releasing all of the most recent star wars number ones as one dollar comics so so if you have missed any of those comics this is your chance to get all of them on the cheap which I'm all about the cheap. Oh, no. So <laughs> hey, we're nerds. We're not stupid. We yeah. get the cheap. Uh, <laughs> man, uh, great, great idea. Ha- great idea. Has anyone been reading the Star Wars comics? Yes, yes. Do you have a which one? Do you like the best?
5: I really like the. Uh, oh, what's the title? It's the one with Han Solo going with Chewie. Uh, Star Wars. Just Star Wars. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> like, oh, there's, there's several different. I thought titles. maybe it was a trick question. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I just pick them up when they look cool. Okay. Uh,
3: <laughs> I've actually
5: I never read them before, so I never mm-hmm. knew anything about them. And when Marvel started re-releasing this from the beginning, you know, yeah. starting the new, I'm like, okay, well, what's this? And I, I, I didn't get it at first. I'm like, is this at the end? of Return of Jedi, A New Hope, what are we doing? And it took me a while, and it just kind of reminded me of everything I liked about the original trilogy. Yeah. Everything that got me into nerd culture to begin with was Star Wars. So, I mean, it really just kind of brought me back to that kind of I'm eight years old watching Star Wars again, and I really like the way the stories work through it and uh, everything else. So, Jason Aaron's been doing a really great yes. job writing that book.
3: Uh, me, personally, I think Darth Vader has been the best book oh, from the from the Star Wars line.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I really think they've they've been able to tell some creative stories and really expand on Darth Vader. Which, I mean, truth be told, when you look at that original trilogy, mm-hmm. we don't get enough Darth Vader in that. Oh, I mean, no. th- there's there's very little in comparison to all the other characters, and you know, but- forget about the 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 prequels because that that Darth Vader was like a newer <laughs> Vader. I <laughs> mean, we didn't need Baby that. Vader. So, mm-hmm. uh, I just think the the Vader book has been the best one of the of the current Marvel run. So, are you, are you looking forward
2: to seeing Vader at least in Rogue One eventually?
3: I will. I am. I think I think that's the tie-in that that movie needs, but I love looking at that Rogue One trailer. I love the idea of a heist movie. <laughs> set within (laughs) Mm, the Star Wars universe. You don't need lightsabers. You don't need Jedi. Just tell a Tell a solid story in a familiar location. That's all we need. Which is
1: why the controversy when that came out, there were so many people that were upset about the Rogue One thing. But like you said, tell we're, a we're good people. story. Oh, the internet was a buzz about Rogue One. Yeah. And I didn't even watch the trailer and I was like, all right, it's a Star Wars.
5: I mean, Let it, was, it go. It was one teaser trailer. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't a whole lot to it. All you saw was a lot of action, and that's what I wanted to mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. You know, we get overarching stories. I mean, you know, the, the Star Wars films have done overarching stories. Entirely. So to have this more action-packed, we're going one place to another. Like I said, the heist movie. The the you know, we don't need all these force powers who just can kind of come in and blow up whatever Rebel yeah. Alliance is doing or whatever the Empire is doing. It's just it's just people fighting and you know in the Star Wars universe. And there's a lot of stories to tell. It's something that the Expanding universe did it really well for a long, long time. Yeah. And I'm I'm looking forward to see what more they do with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well,
2: Gareth Edwards, the director, looks like he just. Did a phenomenal job of having this movie set pretty much between Episode Three and Episode Four, much closer to Four. Yeah. Uh, there's been some fan theories that I love. I mean, again, this is no bearing on it, but uh, you know, the Fat Man on Batman podcast that Kevin uh, Smith yeah. has with Mark Bernard. You know yes. what I'm about to say? Yep. I love that theory. Yeah. I love the theory that that the lead female is actually the tie pilot that knocks Darth Vader out.
0: That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: at the end, when the movie progresses, right. yeah. and she's the one that knocks him out and basically does Han Solo's job for him, mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. she loses her life, that's the reason why, you know, you have all those characters off to the side during the award ceremony at the end of Star Wars, and thus, where Chewie's missing medal went, yeah. which was to her. That is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, then again, that's a fan theory, Right. you mm-hmm. know, but it, it works. I, yeah. It, I, not like I w- wasn't going to see the movie, but right. oh man, <laughs> if they yeah.
0: end up doing that. Yeah. Yeah. You'll really go see it. Right, right. Wow. Okay. All
3: right, so after May 4th, we've got the next Marvel movie, which that, that has become a, a <laughs> tradition of getting a Marvel movie first Friday of May. No. This year we get Captain America Civil War. All the all the reports online say that this might be the best Marvel movie to date, maybe the best superhero movie today
1: probably i've actually heard that twice and and my big thing all i care about because i've been waiting a long time for this if they screw up black panther i'm done that's it (laughs) yeah you'll be back (laughs) anyway uh... (laughs) i just i'm done you'll be be back what i'm waiting That's the only thing i've been waiting on mind you i'm a much bigger luke cage fan yeah but i've been waiting a long time because we need this we've needed this how long trust
2: me you're nine <laughs> bucks if you decide not to come back to any more movies.
0: <laughs> You're nine bucks. I mean, you know, I, that's almost a can't miss though. Like, <laughs> Black Panther's gonna be hard for them to screw up. Yeah, I not mean, yeah. right. really. Right? The, the uh, first time but, they, the
1: first attempt, the first suggested anything was a guy that couldn't pull off the accent, and that's that. I'm sorry, that that's part me, of the gig. That's yeah, yeah. so important that you. I don't even care if it's. Uh, uh, a made-up well, African accent. You yeah, it, it, gotta have, gotta right. have that accent.
2: I, again, I, I totally get it. You know, but again, it, I think they're gonna do
4: this. Yeah.
1: Okay, the costume I, I, looks amazing. Yeah, it does look I, good. I
2: think this movie's got it, and the fact that it looks like, from people that have seen the movie, Black Panther is gonna be playing in a central, central role, right. to Infinity Gauntlet. That's
0: awesome. Man. Which so, he
1: did it in the last uh, Avengers Assemble cartoon. I think he actually played a real integral role in something with their season one of that. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. But, I mean, uh, setting it up so that he is the main guy at the center of the beginning of that is phenomenal. Yeah, And I, I can't wait. So this movie's going to be good.
5: I think that all the problems that I had with uh, Age of Ultron were pretty much they couldn't make the ensemble work together on screen in a a believable, more, you know, you know, manner. It wasn't... It, it didn't follow the story right. It looked like they were trying to shove them in. It looked like a really bad X-Men movie. So half the X-Men movies. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> That's pretty bad when you're saying that. Uh, I mean, even their best
2: X-Movies aren't as good as what we've seen from Warner I, Brothers
5: and, <laughs> and Marvel Studios. The, so. But they did a lot of other things good that made me enjoy Ultron. Where... I think that they've learned from their mistakes on what they're how to bring an ensemble together. That Civil War is going to be exactly what Ultron should have been, and it's going to bring these characters together. It's going to make a story that's going to make sense. That makes sense to have everybody in there. Uh, you know, I'm still upset that they don't have mutants in the Civil War. Right. That they're not using the Age of Shield plotline with Inhumans in the Civil War. They have that's,
0: blanked out the inhuman yeah. storyline now, where it's they're not even going to touch it. I still it. haven't yeah. quite
1: figured out, me personally
0: based on the
1: storylines of Captain America and Black Panther, them not being on the same side? And then my question for you, Keith, because you're the one that reminded me the most, is at the end of Civil War, Iron Man admitted he was wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a possibility?
2: That I, would, end- I would totally just zap out of the comic and totally forget that because they've been building their own thing. Yeah. I mean, look, unlike what Fox has done, you can see what Marvel Studios has been building with these characters. So this version of Civil War is a lot closer yeah. to the kind of story that they've been working on, which makes more sense. In that, you know, Warners and Marvel Studios, they have this thing called continuity that they're able to use that Fox <laughs> can't see to wrap their head around. one of the big words he people like to use on Fanatic You know, know. Which every geek out there knows what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, whether it's Star Trek, Star Wars, if something were to happen that was not within continuity, you'd hear about it. Well, at Fox, they don't care. They really don't. <laughs> I mean, I, people keep laughing, but can anybody argue that they actually do care?
1: If you guys it's, haven't it noticed, Keith has a problem with Fox Studios. You know, I
2: don't have a problem with Fox. I, 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 I am a It's a, a deep person is admitting it. it. <laughs> the, the, the thing about it is... When you look at everything that has happened within Star Wars and Star Trek Mm -hmm. and how fans get upset at the littlest things, and yet you still have a group of people that want to go see these X-Men films acting like they're going to see something amazing and completely forgive them for all the stuff that they've done. I think
0: in those, as long as Hugh Jackman is in them, I'm serious, I think everybody's everybody's like, you know, we're good, we're good, like we're fine. But. Those are pretty horrible. Like the the Wolverine origin movie was... Oh, gosh. Going back Wolverine now but, bad. Oh, I, mean, that I was, a was actually thinking about the last Wolverine. That, that was bad,
2: bad. But the, but the only good thing that came out of it was the fact that Ryan Reynolds dedicated himself to, to doing a yeah. better job with Deadpool.
0: They're fixing how they screwed it up. <laughs> Think
5: about
4: that. And,
2: and yeah.
5: how messed up that is. The origins movie wasn't just bad on a like story standpoint or a character standpoint. I mean, I... I saw the, uh, the, the RIP version, the unedited one with the special effects that were just crap. Yeah. And then when I went to see the real one, I was like, how is this any different than this? I Horrible. mean, they added some color. How did you screw that up? Yeah. There the totally wasn't weird.
1: even any real good lines.
5: Yeah, they, they screw no. up the special effects so terribly, I'm like, I don't even want to watch it. And, and, and what really this.
1: makes it worse
2: is everybody knows about director Richard Donner and what he has done for superhero movies. I mean, nobody can really touch what he did with Superman the movie. Yeah, yeah. He was the second unit director on no on that film. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. How do you take somebody so talented? And I mean, ugh. anyway, <laughs>
0: right. yes. Gotta love it.
2: That that's that's what Fox screwed up, <laughs> yeah. and they're going to continue to screw it up. I mean, they're never going to let go of the X Men.
3: So. Yeah. All right. We we've got May the Fourth Star Wars Day. We got Civil War. That's not. That's not, we're not done with Geek Week. Geek Week still goes strong because next Saturday is free comic book day. Woohoo! Again, Nerd Christmas Week. So you go to your local comic book store, they will have comic books that are available for free. Each store kind of does their own little thing. They might allow two, they might allow four or five. Just check with your local store and see what their rules are. It's a great time to meet. Other fans. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times that artists or writers will be appearing at stores and doing things. Um, my, well, well, I was going to ask yeah. you, what comic since last year mm-hmm. has truly
2: impressed you? All
3: right. <laughs> it, it's going to sound silly. I, I got
2: one in mind, but yeah. what comic has truly impressed you? <laughs> in
3: that it, it's going to sound silly saying it, but I fully believe this. The best comic of the last year, Archie. I agree. The, the I agree. Archie comic with Mark Wade and the art from, um, oh gosh, the uh, the lady that does Saga. Um, oh man, Staple Fiona. No. It's not a name. Yeah, it'll come. It'll come. We'll come. But anyway, Mark Wade's been writing and leading that Marvel that Archie universe. Uh-huh. The Jughead book has been great with Chip Zdarsky and Erica Henderson. I. I'm excited about this book. This book gets to the top of my pile each week it comes out, and it's it's a book that's not getting a lot of coverage because it's not Marvel or DC. Yeah, it's not even Image. It's Archie. You know, that's so. comeback. I'm actually um,
1: I'm I'm actually revisited. I'm actually looking forward to what they do, uh, as much as and you know I'm not a big fan of them reinventing the comic every other month, but. Some of the covers and some of the drawings that I've seen, and if they if they continue on in that particular direction, I think I'm going to be okay with it. I'm going to go back. I mean, I mean, because you know I'm still, having, I still haven't quite forgiven Marvel for anything that they've done ever, but I could I could follow some more Justice League and, and and what they're doing with that. I'm I can yeah. down with that.
2: Brandon,
5: I think the best comic of the last year. It's a Devil's Pull series that I am a part of. So. Oh, really? <laughs> Sorry. Tell us about that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great comic. It's a supernatural thriller. Yeah, it's set in the, actual, the uh, Ozarks. So it's uh, very local. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so it's we just shoot a, with a, a normal day in the Ozarks, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty it's much. Like Brandon's house. <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you can check us out on arcfan.com.
0: All there right. you go. Go ahead. Let's Go all. ahead. You read any? Not a whole lot, no. All right, all right. I know, that's then start reading Archie. Okay. It is um, the yes. most, imp- all look, right. look <laughs>
2: the biggest change in comics.
3: Trust me, you're going to love it. Kay. But it, it feels so ju- real. Is Jughead in this? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. It just feels just real. It double feels check. contemporary, but it's still true to the roots of the character from Kay. 1940 forward. And that'll 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 get you all set up
2: and the audience all set up yeah. for the Archie television series that's coming. Yes, out Riverdale. That's okay. awesome.
3: Okay. Coming on thoughts from the yeah. producers of Glee and some of those other shows. That's so, cool. Um. Uh, just a shameless plug for my property. Uh, worst comic podcast ever. Uh, my partner John and I are going to be set up for free comic book day at Clint's Comics in downtown Kansas City. Nice. Uh, awesome. Jim Cavanaugh brings in a huge crowd each year, and he's got artists and writers there, and we'll be set up. Last year we were set up right by where the free comics were, <laughs> so everyone had to come by our table and say hi. So we're <laughs> expecting to be sitting s- that same spot. Uh, this year and then my partner Colin, who's out in the Portland Oregon area he's going to be uh, setting up at things from another world a big store up. Of that place. Yeah, uh, things from another world or TFAW and we have a running joke on our podcast every time you say TFAW you got to take a drink but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to set up at TFAW and uh, we're, we really look forward to free comic book day I mean that's it's a great way to get people reading comics, which, um, you know, comics is a medium, not a genre. Yeah. You know, it's no different than films or televisions. It's a way to tell stories, and you can tell all kinds of stories with comics. So, And for next,
1: I, to the fan, of course, we'll be visiting uh, the comic cave in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, I, they're going to
3: have... I, I am... Good friends with Josh, yeah. oh, uh, and you're actually willing to say that in public? <laughs> <laughs> That's because Josh is a really good guy. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And he, he, he actually, knows his stuff. He, uh, uh, do you know who's going to be there this year for Free Comic Book Day? You have to remember off the top of your head. He always has some great guests. Well, he's nice. always got a
2: great guest. Just mm-hmm. look, look, it's CommonCave.com. Yeah, and this if you want to figure there. out in your area where Free Comic Book Day is going to be held, it's freecomicbookday.com. Yeah, so. No. Hmm. Well, I guess it's up to us now. We have,
1: we are actually still out here at the Lebanon Comic Megacon, and you're listening to the Geek Podcast Summit for the Midwest. Midwest, Midwest um, Geek Summit and, and, Podcast. And Keith. Dyslexic, aren't you? Oh, there's so much stuff on this list that, I did, that, that we talk about on a regular, so I'm going to let you start it out, because <laughs> I know exactly what I want to talk about, because I'm so excited about this, but you do, You, you do know what, thing. okay, let's, let's start with that. Dr. Strange. <laughs> yes.
2: Doctor Strange, which is the movie that Kevin Feige himself said is the one that he's
1: been waiting That's for. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's look, a little they, creepy, but I'm waiting for it so bad. Uh, you know what? There's nothing be, wrong with that.
2: It has to
4: be creepy.
2: It's, yeah. it's, it's a fantastic all-star cast led off by Benedict Cumberbatch, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Mads Mikkelsen. I mean, uh, for me personally, I'm a big fan, or at least fan of the original version of the character. mm mm-hmm. uh, I think this movie's going to rock, and it really says something when you have uh, two cast members show up at a local comic shop to buy comic yeah. books dressed in character. That was...
4: Cool. Jim Hanley's Universe there in New York. Yeah.
2: Wow. Oh, man. Um, yeah, Dr. Shane. So, again, what are you guys looking forward to with that movie, starting with Hulk?
1: Um... Doctor Strange, honestly, and I've, I've told you this before. You know, my first love was obviously Luke Cage and then it followed with some other characters. And then Doctor Strange, to me, he was, a, he was a mainstream and he was a great guy. And I just, I want something great because the only other character that I would want to see in that field would be Doctor Fate. I'm, I would love to see dumped from Doctor Fate. Mm-hmm. So if they do Doctor Strange well, maybe someone over here might say, hey... You mean someone off to your... But might say, you know, mm-hmm. the Doctor Doctor Fate would be a good movie to try or a good character to put forward in these movies. You, and you I know those would people behind
2: the Constantine television series? That, <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh, <like> the <laughs> exactly. Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> well you know,
5: I am not yet convinced. You know, I I like the direction Marvel's gone in general with everything they've done. Uh, the little teaser trailer that they gave us, uh, I don't know. I'm not confident in it yet. It doesn't... Also seen on a Branson IMAX screen, (laughs) correct? (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't doesn't feel yet like... uh, I don't know. I just can't... I don't feel for it yet. Civil War trailers, every single one of them, I felt excited. You know, Rogue One trailer, excited, everything. This one, I'm just kind of like, you know... And and I've never been a big Doctor Strange fan before or anything like that. But at the same time, I've been a huge Marvel movie fan. And I'm... They haven't done enough to draw me into it. They've got. To, they're gonna to need to do, you know, a lot more promotional stuff. because it's a, it's definitely not a mainstream character. It's definitely somebody. It's not something that you could just pick up and say, hey, this is a normal superhero origin story. It's, it's, it's a whole different thing. Well, so kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, it's it's just a different direction and a different area that they are willing to take people. I mean, now we're getting into the mystical, and they've already opened up the the whole galaxy adventure thing. Mm-hmm. So, again, I. You know, this is a character that I personally just believe is one of the coolest characters that Stanley ever co-created, and and I I just love it. I mean, even the stuff that they're doing now is fun. Yeah. Uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna allow us to see characters and see things that we haven't seen in the Marvel films up to this point. And. Um, Love you too. Uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> it's gonna, it's it's definitely gonna be interesting when 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 Doctor Strange joins everyone for the Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So,
3: oh, you know, it's funny you mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy. When Guardians, the first trailer came out for Guardians of the Galaxy, I I said to everyone I knew, this reminds me of Star Wars. This is Marvel's version of Star Wars. And when I saw the Doctor Strange trailer a couple weeks ago, I said. This is Marvel's version of the Matrix. That they're gonna they're gonna make people think. They're gonna play with their minds. They're gonna they're gonna just change the perspective of watching a movie. Well, that, it's
2: that plus Inception. Yeah, it's the Matrix exactly. plus Inception. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, so. In your dreams and astrally and everything. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I uh, see. In that respect, I'm kind of like Hawk. You know. <laughs>
0: I think that when when you add Doctor Strange in the mix, one Cumberbatch I think is a perfect person to probably play him. Just mm-hmm. b- just have a list actors to play him. Uh, a, a big thing, exactly. A big thing is you're adding that mystic, that magic end of whatever that is into the Marvel universe, and that's gonna it's something we haven't we haven't seen a whole lot of yet. And I know Iron Fist will get into that whenever he's brought into it. But really, Doctor Strange is going to kind of bring in a whole that whole. You know, I was at the, the third kind of wave of what Marvel's going to do, and then oh, it pretty awesome. So.
2: so so, let me ask this. What do you think of Robert Downey Jr. saying he would be up for a fourth Iron Man?
3: If it I was think, done right. I then, think he likes his paychecks. Yeah, I think he does like
5: getting paid.
1: <laughs> and the fact that he's making so much more than yeah. everybody,
5: everybody else, on else on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I, I don't know that I'd like a standalone Iron Man film. I'd like more of an ensemble kind of thing, maybe a team-up sort of thing. Uh-huh. I'm you looking know...
1: forward to him getting
5: his butt kicked in Civil War. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but but I, I think that we've, we've, we've done Iron Man enough solo. We've developed that character. He, I mean, the character really doesn't change that much. And, you know, no matter what happens post-Civil War, he's still going to be Tony Stark. So.
2: Mm. Okay. Well, I mean... Uh, what do you think about the possibility of of of, of having Judge Dredd come to Netflix and/or Hulu?
5: Yes. <laughs> Why isn't happening yet? <laughs>
2: yeah. Brandon's already voted. And I, a
5: female judge that would be even better. I was when when I was never when they first talked about making that the Dread movie, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know this, this. They tried the property before in the '80s, and you know, tra- you know, Stallone. Yeah. St. Stallone, classic Stallone, um, and I'm like, I don't know what they're gonna do differently, because you know I enjoy the comics. It's not one that I watch, I read, you know, religiously. It's one of the ones that I pick up every once in a while because it's it's individual stories seem so much more fun, mm-hmm. and it's got a lot of action in it that I can just pick up and read just in the middle of something, um, but the Dread movie I thought was done so well mm-hmm. and why and you love Carl Orban's performance yes yeah. and and <laughs> I, I don't know really I don't bad. know why more people didn't pick up on it and more people because I felt like it was that was one of the movies that was really you know well would it deserved it. everybody's yeah. attention yeah and it really and it really didn't feel like it did mm-hmm. and so you know when it we're going through, oh, well, maybe we'll make a second one, maybe we'll, you know, it's been muddling around for years now, and yeah. now that, you know, we're finally talking more about a Netflix series, I, I mean, I love Netflix, I get to binge watch, I get to, you know, it's, <laughs> so it's, it, I'm... So I'm, if it goes
2: to Hulu, what?
4: Duh.
5: I mean, I, I watch things at Hulu, too, I mean, I watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Hulu, I watch uh, yeah. Arrow, Flash, and everything on Hulu, so I mean, it's like, I, I'll watch things weekly, but they gotta make sure that episode has, you know, because I didn't watch season three of Arrow because after season two I kind of stopped and I let it I didn't start watching Arrow again until Flash crossed over mm. <laughs> and then I'm like well now Which I've got to watch the best Arrows ever uh, yeah. <laughs> so I mean so you know they got to keep me interested I, I, I am a fickle fan and I will I will still watch it and eventually just like I watch you know you know Doctor Who at the end of a season or Watch Walking Dead I'll still watch them but I won't watch it 'Cause I only have so much time during a week, you know, yeah. stop and watch every week. Okay, so. between your what?
1: video gaming and sleep, give up something, bruh.
5: Well there's not only that, but there's the con work, there's the comic work, there's the This sounds an awful lot like whining
1: to me. Come on, nerd up, dude, come on.
2: <laughs> you know, with right, E three <laughs> with E three coming up, mm-hmm. I mean, now I I'm assuming everybody here at this table has at least done a little bit of gaming. Right. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit.
1: That's, so, that's not okay. dice in my hand, I swear. Well,
2: <laughs> so what are your cons- consoles of choice?
3: You know, are you PS4? PS4 are you PS4? Yeah. I'm not that big into gaming. Yeah. Uh, my son does have an uh, Xbox 360. Okay. So that's going to be my one of choice. So.
1: Well, you know me and what, what we do with Fanatics in the Fan. And once again, uh, we actually still have two Xbox Ones to give away this year. And and I'm still uber excited. I'm still excited over the last one we gave away at Vision Con. So, <laughs> so you know, I, I'm fairly certain we're giving away one of them at Chem City Comic Con. So that ought to be, ought to be a pretty interesting weekend for us. But you know. I'm a big PS4 fan, which we gave away our first year, and that was awesome. So, yeah. Why choose? Brandon <laughs> plays everything, okay? He, if he could still play his old Nintendo. <laughs> I, I,
5: I do. Yeah, well, but for good reason. For good reason. Well made. I was showing uh, my girlfriend actually uh, Super Mario Bros. the other day, and she was going through, and I'm like, well, if you just just go look through some of these tunnels over here, you know, and then see if you can't find, you go through a pipe and find one of the secret areas. And so she's like, there's secret areas? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Did> so just- <laughs> I see
1: a clip, video clip. Uh, on your Facebook last week of a guy that went through the entire Mario Brothers in like five yes, minutes, yes, five seventeen. He or something set, he like set the new uh, world wow. record for the speed run. Dude, uh, get a yeah. life. <laughs> get out the house. Turn the hit the power button and go get a girlfriend. It only took five minutes though. That's <laughs> not very long. <laughs> Don't tell her you're the five minute man when no. you meet her though.
0: Mario's not. Normally that yeah.
1: <laughs> And and I'm proud to announce Our third annual I'm so excited <laughs> But i actually a fan Every year We do some of the most Amazing things Right in the middle of July And I'm so excited I'm probably going to Invite some of our new friends Because it's one of my Favorite events San Diego Comic Con Awesome It's our biggest show It's our best show We have more guests um, uh, We basically just do What we're doing right now And go over everything As much as possible That's I still everything everything remember The first time out everything mm-hmm. that
2: comes out geek related from san diego is what we talk about cool. well, they, they,
5: they literally print out every single event we do it's 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 a book <laughs> and, we're, and, and we, we we're running through it as quickly as we can highlighting the ones that we know we can talk about and we're going we go through every single day and we go through every you know so you get as much of the san diego uh play-by-play as you can yeah. without actually being for me
1: the general experience because the only way to do it for us is to say what we would do if we, when we were going. I want this is what I would do. You're yeah. not gonna find me. And I've been to a couple of Wizard World events, and honestly, I've I, some of them their, their panels are so amazing. But you almost can't. I know for a fact you went to one and never left the vendors' room. Am I right?
5: Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Uh, two, my two partners actually got to go to San Diego last year. I'm jealous year. of your two partners. Yeah. Why are
1: they not here and you are? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, one's in Portland, yeah. so
3: <laughs> that's his excuse. I don't know about John. I don't know where he's at this point. <laughs> and one. I
1: think, I have this strange feeling, this, uh, the, the 2016 Comic-Con is going to be just amazing because of, just because mm-hmm. of the stuff that's happened or is getting ready to happen because they've got so much to promote in the next uh, Twelve months. It's all going to happen at San Diego, and then and I know a couple of companies are going to promote their two year stuff out stuff. Right. So this year, twenty sixteen, is going to be so amazing. Now,
3: there was an interesting news story that came out this week. Twentieth Century Fox said they they are going to stop doing yes, that, previews all H. at all age yep. because of piracy issues. Yeah,
2: there there are a lot of uh, nerds out there that can't. Control themselves, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> and, and I like how he says that. Cool,
2: I, I'm I, even though you know it's good to be a nerd. You got to follow the rules, people, because you're hurting Should all of hurt us.
1: And yeah. and we, thats how we saw the Suicide Squad trailer. So yeah. We say we no. say it's nerds,
5: but <laughs> let's be honest. Some studios would rather have that stuff leak.
1: Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, it I, creates
5: I, I, buzz. In, in, internet, traction, oh yeah. Yeah. But, they are driving. number one on Google immediately. Right. Yeah,
2: but. The thing is, you don't see that happening at D23. Yeah, that's true. And anybody caught doing it, you never really hear from again. (laughs)
3: My guess is this will be a one-year thing, and then next year, 20th Century Fox will be right back in the game. Yeah. Because when the word of mouth starts getting out in July about this trailer or that trailer, and they haven't shown anything, and there's no word of mouth for their product, they're going to do a 180. Well,
2: definitely, because D23 is hard to get into. It's not like the average fan can get into that. And so Fox really has to want to try to sell as much related to any of the upcoming X-related films, just just for a comic book thing, but X-Men-related stuff they have coming up. And so to take that tack, I mean, it's up to them. You know, everybody else, they'll be cautious. And there's a lot of stuff that you don't have to show. I mean, you don't have to.
1: still the greatest... Uh, and, and, and and I can I can say this freely because we're all geeks here. It's still the greatest event of all time every year. No matter what we do throughout the course of a year, like right now we're out at the Lego Megacon. Mm-hmm. I would gladly sell Brandon here. To go to San
3: Diego Comic Con, you know what? I would sell Brandon
5: too. You
1: know what? Me as long
5: too. As you start, Brandon. As long as I could sell you the next year, I'm okay with this. We'll just trade we off.
0: You have to sell uh, uh, well, yeah, There'd be a Brandon. There'd be a, ban- a Brandon buyback program. We would do. No, no, no. It'd be a no, 3.5% no. We interest sell rate, though.
2: <laughs> President Lincoln said we didn't have to do
0: that anymore. <laughs> anyway, um. we, we sold Brandon. Never mind. All right, I'm done. I digress. Okay.
1: Yeah, that took a turn. I'm out
0: of my depth. I'm out of my depth.
2: Oh, I'll shut up. History, y'all. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so now, I, I, again, as we've said, we're, we're all looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And Absolutely. actually, if you
1: come out to the Lebanon Megacon, you'll actually meet some of the people that are going to be on the Guardians in the new Guardians movie, which is oh, awesome.
2: Yeah, 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 so this is, this is a good opportunity. But I mean, what did you guys think of of the reveal of who Nathan Fillion's playing in <laughs> the second one?
0: Is he Star? Is he Star Lord's dad? Is that who he's playing? No, 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 no. no. That is the part of the podcast, where we say
1: spoilers, no,
0: please go ahead and spoil it. Yeah. Don't, okay. don't
1: don't listen if you want to be yeah. surprised. Turn it, your turn it, your radio. Please, he's playing Howard three, the Duck. Two more. Two, he's playing Howard the Duck, right? One.
0: Okay.
2: He's playing the part that I I think. Uh, A certain former Wolverine should have played when he left the role and went across the street to Disney. He'll be Simon Williams.
3: Wonder Man. Man. Oh, that's uh, That's awesome. That's
1: terrible casting. Okay, turn his mic off. Uh, Is Simon (laughs) Simon Williams supposed
3: to be
0: Asian now? Isn't that right? I love Uh, Simon Williams. (laughs) Okay, first of all,
1: he's, he's one of my favorite Marvel characters. And I love Nathan.
5: Let's let's not put those together. Well you didn't see the little leak preview. It was pretty much he was in a uh, like a a movie poster. So I think that they're focusing more on the actor kind of aspect of the character. I'm assuming he's gonna
1: try to go find his nearest gym for him. I hope. <laughs> Have you seen Nathan? Really? I love Nathan, but no, he needs no. to whoa, hit a gym. Hey, uh, Nathan, <laughs> this is Keith. Look,
2: I'm totally down with whatever you want to do, guy. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you, you not seen what they've uh, done totally with CGI? I'm totally down with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got your back, okay? I was hawk Ho- talking all that
3: smack. Yeah, so.
0: Hollywood can get steroids, PEDs, human <laughs> growth hormone. They don't, They can get whatever they need down to get bulked up.
3: You saw what they did to Chris Evans and first Avenger. Seriously.
2: <laughs> I mean. Oh, 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 oh. And look at, look, look at what he looked like, you know, in
5: Winter Soldier. They keep showing that on HBO.
2: He looked like he should be a linebacker, well, at least. <laughs>
5: well, and not that Nathan Villian has a, a bad physique, because I think it, you're completely wrong on that one. But, <laughs> but he's also a but, younger character, but, too. Okay, but turn
2: his mic off. If you, if
5: you think about what Chris Pratt did to get into a Marvel movie role. Marvel movie roles are, are the biggest motivator. to do. if I got a Marvel movie role, I would be Chris Pratt right now. I would, that was, yeah. that, I mean, I, seriously, I would go crazy on dieting exercise, and I don't do that. I'm, no, I, I he like, doesn't. I like <laughs> my food, and I like sitting around playing video games. So that's just how much the motivator of that's, being that's part that's of this right. universe is.
2: And your girlfriend would enjoy it too.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. I,
2: look, 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 look.
5: Everybody that's Simon ever
2: Williams, gotten a really no. good comic book movie that has gone out and exercised like Ben Affleck. That dude was a
0: beast. He was, he was almost too big in that movie. Was like,
1: no is, like, no was... such thing as too big when it comes to what his wife actually
0: her at the true, time thought. Well, so,
2: you know. know.
1: Yeah, that's not even going there. But how, I'm, we need to talk off air about the Simon Williams thing because I'm still, I'm a little lost. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> I'm a little lost. Spoilers. But uh, I'm, I'm still looking forward to the movie. I still think that that was probably the most brilliant maneuver that anybody at Marvel Studios could have done was doing Guardians. I so I can't wait for the second one. I really yeah. can
2: it's it's just gonna be awesome, and and I think what what James Gunn and and everybody is doing. I mean, James Gunn's so awesome. It's great that he's a homeboy from St. Louis. It's cool. I I I, I can't wait to see what he's able to cook up for this movie. Um, but seriously, now Shout what out out you to go- Sean Gunn from the and Fam? We still love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and brother Matt. But look, um. I need to ask. Now, we've done, we've already covered what we think about Wonder Woman. Okay?
0: She's hot!
2: Yeah, and
1: happy birthday, Gal Geta. Yeah. 31. Oh, wow. 31. Um, but and how cool would it be to date somebody whose name is Gal? You can call her gal. She's
0: a great gal. She's a great gal. <laughs> call her whatever
2: she wants. She's got military training. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yes, ma'am. That's right. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I was wanting to ask. Now, what did you guys? What do you guys think about the upcoming Aquaman movie?
4: <laughs>
1: you notice? No. I, what I love is we get to ask this question without a single female. On the cast for the first time ever since it was announced.
5: But you forget I have a giant crush on Jason Momoa, too. I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> man crush. He's a beautiful man. I can't I, help I, it. I think
0: it, uh, Jason Momoa is a good, it's pretty good casting for that. Uh are, are they going to do Underwater scenes And he's talking Underwater And what's that Going to look like If you looked at Did you see How closely did you Look at the scene In Batman vs Superman But because he's underwater I mean are they ha- Having dialogue Back and forth underwater I, Will there be Glub glub and bubbles
1: I have the same bleeping? concerns Because if you looked At that scene In Superman It looked Like he looked Labored to me I mean it looked It was a great scene But he did look A little labored He looked like He was holding his breath he, <laughs> Which, was, You can't make A whole movie out of that No you really can't Yeah you really can't. So, but again, and as, as Brendan and and our other castmate, who I wish was here right now, she'll be here t- yeah. Sunday on uh, at Lebanon Megacon. Jason Gee. Momoa. That's that's my that's my best Tony impersonation. <laughs> well,
5: and what I like most about the Jason Momoa casting is it, cause it looks like it they're going to go more for the kind of bad Aquaman that I first got into because when i first picked up any comic it was a it was the early 90s justice league and that aquaman was better than any aquaman i've ever seen or heard of since because i mean if you look at anything else he's a joke because that's all they make of him but that is my favorite aquaman and that's of course my that was my starting comic was the justice league there minus so the hand, right. yeah minus the okay hand. yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I don't see How recent is the mullet? whole No hand I do anyway.
1: the first time I saw it Kind of weirded me out How recent is that Or is that something From before they got rid of it And then brought back Where
5: he was missing an arm no,
2: Missing the hand thing Yeah, yeah. That was really, early,
3: early, early 90s Early yeah. 90s Okay,
5: okay. That's, I, yeah. That and mullet Superman Yep Love mullet Superman mullet You Superman. should grow a mullet Plassy. Brandon My girlfriend won't let me It's okay <laughs> Oh man
1: Yes a oh. nerd with a girlfriend Right here Well look 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 <laughs>
2: I guess now, you know, uh, a lot of us have uh, have looked forward to a lot of the big things coming this fall. We've already talked about Archie. But is there any particular series that we're looking forward to returning this fall? No. no, no. Uh, okay, mine is Supernatural. <laughs>
3: tell you, I'm, I'm going to be able to
0: watch the whole, uh, this whole season. <laughs>
3: You know, a a show that I started watching that just wrapped up uh, with the the partial season was Lucifer on Fox.
1: Lucifer has been
3: amazing. I I thought that was a really good show that probably didn't get a lot of press or recognition just because of the time slot, even the subject matter, I think. It's a
2: different kind of show Mm -hmm. when it's a show from both Jerry Bruckheimer and Tom Campanos, who is the guy behind Californication, mm-hmm. uh, I wish, I wish that show would get more notice because I yeah. do like it. That would be the show to have a crossover with Constantine. Mm-hmm. That should be the DC show to do it because Arrow no. didn't work because they don't have the writers. Their writers are too non what you need Why to do. did they reference
1: him a couple of weeks ago? That didn't make any sense to me uh, either. Because
2: he was already on the show. Yeah. He's a part of the universe. Just, Keep it to, fresh to, in
1: case they to want me, to bring him back. it seemed like they were going somewhere with that or somebody was trying to say something. It was a
3: weird reference.
5: Well, no, I, who I, knows what they're doing with Arrow right now? <laughs> <laughs> I, think,
3: kind of a I think that's a save by the writers trying to say, all right, we know we can't use them. But let's make sure the audience knows that we can't use yeah. you know? <laughs> Although,
1: yeah. I mean, it was kind of a cool line like, John, he's in hell right now. Yeah.
3: No, no, no. I mean, he's
1: what? actually really in hell. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, first of all, how much does that phone call cost anyway? <laughs> roaming. <laughs> and, and, roaming. I'm, I'm sorry. And, and are what, a plan. what calling plan is he on? Because my <laughs> phone dies when I come in this building, so I need that phone service. <laughs> I, I don't even want to think about his phone bill. <laughs> um, but- um, the one I'm the most looking forward to, um, and, 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 you know, it's funny, this is your fault because I used to hate this show. Okay. Um, and it's weird because the actor that chose to play this character, they're going to restart a character that we're supposed to hate, but it's an actor we love, and it's The Walking Dead. And, and bringing Jeffrey in to play Negan, a character that we're supposed to hate... Um, he's a bad guy, but yeah. we love this actor. How could you not love this actor,
2: ever? Because he's awesome. It, 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 I'm surprised that certain Walking Dead fans are able to hold their lunch long enough to make it to the
1: fall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Actually, just, there a lot of people, and I you know, I love Walking Dead fans. I love the Walking Dead. Uh, if you're anywhere near the sound of my voice, you need to come out to Lebanon Megacon because we've got Walking Dead actors here. Um, but starting a petition to demand that the the show runners to tell you who negan killed go out get a job and get a life yeah get over it yeah the you're, best you're. part of the walking dead is the fact that they shock you surprise you and keep secrets from you the the contracts that they have to the non-declosures they have to sign is awesome want me to sign disclosure? i will sign it go put me on the show i will sign i will sign again i will sign away brandon
0: he won't tell anybody your secrets. Oh, Brandon, my gosh!
4: <laughs> the only uh, currency that we're spending on. on the
0: Midwest Geek Summit, Midwest Geek uh, Summit podcast is Brandon. <laughs> the only currency. I think that makes me a really Brandon's valuable life. commodity. Yes, does. <laughs> I, I think
5: this. you're underselling my value. Right? Yeah. What have you? What have you done to these guys, Brandon? That this is how they treat you? Just gave them everything. Yeah.
0: Oh, just <laughs> everything. I'm just uh, giving them everything. He does. He actually does. He's awesome. <laughs> um, but that's, I'm,
1: I'm really, having Jeffrey Dean play Negan is awesome. And and the clothes, I did not expect that. I thought they were going to do the kill and then cut away. That was freaking brilliant to not show that kill. It
5: was awesome. And then they cancel the series. Yeah, yeah that's it. Oh, <laughs> that's that was mind. so
0: sad. Oh, this world, would, that, that won't happen. would explode. I, can't do that one um,
5: I think that uh, the one I'm looking most forward to uh, and it's it's kind of off. You know, we talked about all these comic book movies, all these you know normal kind of geek culture, but uh, the uh, on the CW the uh, iZombie TV show. Yeah. I don't know if you've been watching that or following that it's at all, but awesome. It, it is it is a great storytelling you know show. It's it's and the way it ended this last season. I mean, I sat there and just go, what? You just what? No, you you gotta you gotta. And of course, it's based on a comic book series. It has absolutely nothing to do with it at the point. Because I went and read everything thinking, maybe, maybe I can figure out what's going on. And I'm just like, I can't can't get enough of the show. So I, I love it. I never thought
2: I would say anything even remotely kind about an MTV series.
0: Wow! Wait, 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 wait. I know the series he's getting ready to it's talk he's about. He's talking about road rules, folks. And yeah, road, road rules I can't back. get enough of it <laughs> because uh, they're going to cross it with Mad Max. Yes, there we um, go. <laughs> that,
2: <laughs> <would be cool. laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. No, it's, it's what has surprised me is Shannara. The Shannara series is actually pretty good. Now, again, it's by the two guys that were the uh, showrunners and the people behind Smallville.
4: <sighs> <How about you?
2: laughs> um, is Tom Welling in this too? Or? <laughs> you know what? If he were, it would be even better wow, than it is. Wow,
1: but it's a good show. It's
2: solid. You know, would you try- put
1: it on the same level as The Magicians? Mm, that's a good question.
2: Uh, about, I mean, I think The Magicians is fun too. I, that has been a surprise.
1: You know, I was, I was, I've been waiting for Sci-Fi to get their heads out of their butts for how many years now. And, and the expanse. I gotta also put a word in for the expanse. Yeah. you know, normally I don't watch. And you Define know, I can go to hell.
2: Yeah, I, normally I don't <laughs> watch Canadian science fiction slash the Sci Fi Channel, but uh, <laughs> you know,
1: I, I, I'm digging it. I'm, I'm digging no show. Oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I know I said The Walking Dead because I love The Walking Dead, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Since eight, August eighth. Mm-hmm. That puts... Mm. Don't even call me <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> for, for, that, for, for that three days, okay? Yeah. Oh, now my now I'm also concerned. Why? Because what they've done, what they have done that first season, to me was standalone. What could come afterwards? Hey, because you know a lot of people tend to screw things up the second time. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, the season two could be the so it's got to be great. And that's what I want. But wow! What I did not see that coming. That was an amazing show. Just absolutely awesome. Has has everybody seen Sense Eight? I mean, uh, is it Wachowski brothers? Is that right? Yeah, it's J. Michael Straczynski okay. and the Wachowskis. Okay.
2: You can't use brothers anymore. the original series. I know. I know what I know you're right. saying. I know <laughs> what you're saying.
1: Uh, great series. Great series. I binged watched it in a weekend after watching. Wasn't that great? It was awesome. I had to hound him about that. How about oh, that? He dogged, it's on Netflix, bro. He oh, he dogged yeah. me okay. right. because I, did, I, I wouldn't watch it. I didn't have time. I didn't want to. I watched like 10 minutes of the first episode. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think s- I
0: did the same thing. Where I, and, and then I just got, I chase rabbits. So, yeah. so well, <laughs> we, we came rabbit. up with
1: a three-episode <laughs> rule. You have yeah. to give all series three episodes. Yep. And unfortunately, with Sense8, at two and a half, yes. You don't want to not watch the uh, entire series afterwards
4: because
2: you. yeah. you're carrying Samsonite under your eyes. After right, you wow.
4: right.
0: <laughs> um, I had um, there's a, a few things I want to plug here. Eleven twenty two sixty three. Have you guys seen this? It's on the Hulu. Stephen It's King. A Stephen King book oh, based yeah. on Stephen King. Right, book. It's right. on Hulu. It's eight. No, it's ten episodes. I think, and that's it. It was awesome. I, mm. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Really good. Eleven so out, of,
2: out of out of five stars. How many would you give? I'm
0: gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Wow. Because because it's so concise. We talked about Netflix series and how they, and Hulu smart. Well, you try
1: cheap. Are you gonna hold out to that a half?
5: That half a star. Well, because
0: it wasn't like I was like, I have to have, but it was really good. Like it was, I'm, no, that's because you cheat. I'm, I'm pretty sure. It's, it's I am, hard I am, to free. forgive
5: James Franco for everything he's done. And, I don't, no,
0: and, 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 and here's what I'm going to say. James
5: Franco. Well,
0: then keep the whole star. James Franco has, like, no other thing I, I, I enjoy him in at all. But this was the one thing I enjoy him in. Um, the other thing, quick, um, what was I going to say? I had it on top of my head, and I've forgotten it now. This is making for great audio right now, and I forgot. The other thing, uh, Keith here. Told me about Penny Dreadful, and I've, I, I, I'm motivated to watch this mm-hmm. after just reading a little bit about it. I know it sounds really out of the loop to say this, but Keith, thank you for that. You're very welcome. It's Seriously. What I do. Okay,
1: <laughs> if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, but you haven't heard of Penny Dreadful, I don't have Showtime,
0: and, and <laughs> that I ain't have excuse. I have so many. I have so many. You call yourself a nerd? Not really, but you know, but. We're i are going to take back I'm the fun, B. Because you you're a nerd. I'm, I mean, um, so, at any rate, I'm looking forward to watching, watching that show. It's a definitely watching the show. Watch show.
1: And actually, yeah. the entire uh, first season, of, if I'm not mistaken, is on... Uh, it's not.
0: I looked on Netflix yeah. and real, it's not on there. I swear to God. Uh, it's on
1: yeah. Showtime on the man, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, but I don't have if it. You, so if I don't you have, have the it, Showtime on we man. But, again, I, we're but I'm But I'm cheap. I'm cheap, man. Take your little star. Take Brandon. Go get some Showtime. Jeez. See your p- see your p- I, uh, I'm actually with HBO too, just by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not HBO also, HBO 2. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> I can't okay. get you Game of Thrones. I'm sorry, that's just too much. I, I,
2: I, I will say this. The quality of that show has been surprising to me. And with someone like John Logan, who was one of the writers that wrote the screenplay for Gladiator, and what he's been doing on this show—it's yeah. just phenomenal. I mean, the yeah. twists and turns of every season. Uh, if you are someone that likes just gothic mega
4: show.
2: horror, yeah, mm-hmm. this is your That's show. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And and it's got it's got a lot going for cool. it. And season three, which uh, begins tomorrow, cool, it just looks incredible. But you know what? Have you guys checked out the trailer to the upcoming
0: new AMC series, Preacher? No, it looks good. It looks really visual. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it'll be good.
1: Oh, And how how awesome has AMC been?
0: Yeah, they're on point, yeah. Oh, man.
1: Although they did sign on to Fear, but still. <laughs> uh, um, everything else has been fine. <laughs> he can't um, even get through the name of the show. Fear of the Walking Dead. I don't even call it the Fear the And it mind you, too. not Fear it's,
0: have Marky Mark in it, though? You I think Fear with Marky is, Marky is Mark? Just oh, fine. Sorry, it's wrong just Fear. fear. <laughs> it's different. Yes. Oh, God, you're old. Yeah, um, I, am.
1: <laughs> I am. You better call Saul. Yeah. <laughs> wow, nice plug there. <laughs> yeah. Nice plug. Folks, if you haven't, can't tell uh, uh, by the description and by the title, this is the Midwest Geek Summit MegaCast out here at the Lebanon MegaCon. Mm-hmm. It's, been, uh, it's been amazing. Yeah. Um, um, we've covered, we've talked about it so much, and nerd, nerd stuff is nerd stuff. So we're going to plug our individual podcasts and give some final thoughts, starting with the man in green. I like the stylist green, bruh. It's nice.
0: Uh, I made this myself, this shirt. I knitted it um, over the course of a weekend. Okay, you're losing more nerd
1: credit as you speak.
0: All right. Um, <laughs> they I, have t-shirts. Yeah, we have t-shirts. <laughs> uh, my name is Jack, and uh, I host The Horrible Movie Podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, you can go to thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. We're on iTunes, uh, Google Play. We're a Revolver Network podcast, so you can go to revolverpodcast.com. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, on Twitter, at one horrible movie? We have Facebook. And uh, really, we just cover horrible movies that are theater release, major release movies. Uh, and anyway, it's a good time. Uh, we've been, really enjoyed our day here at uh, Lebanon Megacon. Megacon. So. We're also going to be at Planet Comic Con as Real well. Real quick, so. what's
1: your last horrible movie that you saw? The last one that you saw?
0: Well, and we did the... Uh, here's... Up for a great debate, we have it on our at our table. Uh, we did Howard the Duck, and that's the last one you saw. Oh no, no, the last one on our, ep, our ours, on, on ours. Um, overall, the last movie that I personally saw and Fantastic watched Four. that I thought was horrible. Fantastic probably Four. Street Fighter. Well, Fantastic Four is in the queue there. So, um, <laughs> I knew he was
1: going to. Street Fighter fraud. was
0: the worst thing I've seen in a long time. Van Damme is classically awesome so we go back a long way we go back many years do current stuff whatever so anyway that's us good times well uh my
3: podcast is the worst comic podcast ever uh we live up to our name each and every week um it's the three of us we grew up together we met each other in seventh grade I had Colin in five of my seven hours, and John was in four of my seven hours. And once we found out that we all read comics, we became best friends. So, cool. And we've been friends for so long that we've got blackmail on each other, so we have to be friends. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, growing up, getting older, jobs, marriages, mortgages, the whole works, so we were losing track of each other. So we started a podcast two years ago so we could get together once a week and talk nerd and our wives don't have to listen to us so (laughs) it's a win-win for everyone uh we've got a podcast that comes out once a week on fridays at 10 10 a.m central time uh throughout the week on our website worst comic Podcasts ever we put up original content we've got previews reviews videos um, just general write-ups we can be found on youtube we can be found on facebook twitter instagram Visit our website, Worst Comic Podcasts Ever. We'd love to get a few more listeners. And uh, I know, me personally, I'm going to be giving Fanatics and the Fan, as well as Horrible Movie Podcasts, a couple of listens. Guilty pleasure comic book right now. Guilty. Tell the secret. Tell the secret. What is it? Come on. Um, Well, I've already mentioned Archie. (laughs) Um gosh see he had a thought and didn't say it i saw that did you see that i saw that thought he's like <laughs> was, i don't want to say that no no um i'm i'm really enjoying scarlet witch Ooh. at marvel from could james robinson i just i hate for them to make her too powerful
1: to where they had like they did before where oh, she, she was so she, powerful they had to kill she, her
2: she's all, all already powerful
1: believe. yeah <laughs> she's, she's, she's she's i just good. there's a level of power that i've always had a problem with yeah. kind of, i have the same I mean, problem with flash
3: it's it's just it they're they're letting the character kind of go tell its own story and they're not it marvel's been doing that with a lot of their comics lately where they're getting them away from the big events going on and they can just tell separate stories involving those characters um you know i really love what uh jason aaron's doing with like mighty thor um that's Mark true. Wade had a great run on Daredevil, and now he and Samny have moved over to the Black Widow title, and yeah. I'm liking how that one has started.
2: And, and Marvel did a lot of their major changes two years ago.
3: Marvel Marvel has a lot of changes going on at all times. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, they just don't know. advertise it. Yeah, well, like Warner Brothers, <laughs> it's more <of> about <laughs> ongoing continuity. Made. They I they don't do it. the reboot like yeah. DC is doing has done and is doing again <laughs> again and so. again and again and of course
1: over on this side we are fanatics in the fan with keith the movie geek as well as brandon and and that's the- brian the hawk holman <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna have to edit that out period yeah i know okay. yeah i know
5: keith just, the movie geek that's just keith dude.
2: <laughs> that's all i've ever introduced myself as Bye. <laughs> you did <laughs> okay.
5: call yourself god once
2: yeah, I did, and getting
1: so much trouble
2: <laughs> <out> <laughs>
5: from you guys,
2: which is not much at all. <laughs> well,
1: and
5: your mother.
2: Say what? And your mother. Hey, hey let's leave mothers
5: out uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's talk about his mom. Get off mothers. mothers. Let's get off. Talk about mothers. his mom. <laughs> Look. We, we, she's we a are, wonderful lady. She's a great lady. <laughs> she's actually awesome. I love his mom. We do, we do such such great nerdiness here on Fanax and the Fan. Uh, we do a lot of live events. Uh, we do a lot of convention stuff. A lot of giveaways, and we talk about about just about anything that's that's geeky. Um, Keith, uh, uh, what are some of the things that you really love to cover on Fanatics and the Fan?
2: Oh gosh, comics, I love comics, that's how I got into all of this. Uh, television, watch way too much of that, <laughs> probably it's too close. And of course, you know, as always, it's it's just both film and even fan films, the Star Wars fan films is how I started out, and just all the individual stuff. It's great. I mean, that's what this podcast is. It's just fun. Yeah. Fun in 45 minutes,
1: or depending, you know. Eh, extended you know, episodes. Extended episodes. We do that a lot. Mind yeah. you, I visited Keith uh, several times, and I lo- what I love the best about going to Keith's house is you won't walk out of his house without seeing a movie trailer that you have not seen yet. <laughs> and you will walk, and you will leave there excited. I spent how long did he let how long did, he no, i was yeah, trying yeah. to 30, leave 30 minutes i was trying to was leave. like hey have
2: you seen this one <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this one? hand on the door yeah and he would and he would how hit you- play uh the jungle book i had yeah. the first jungle book and now mind you i hate the first trailers i like the second yep but he found a way to get me hooked on the first trailer in a crazy way yeah hey look all i had to do was just sit in my nice recliner you
2: walked over with your hand on the door, and I just happened to hit play. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happened.
3: Amazing how that yeah, happened. It's amazing. It's amazing the hook. Yeah. Now, what,
5: I, what I like most is, uh, and I'm going to get sappy here, is sitting there and talking to you guys. You know, it's, it's, it really is, because the best part of, 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 of my geekdom, nerddom, my fandom is sitting there and just discussing... The things I like when people that, you know, who have different opinions, who have wrong opinions, most of the time Hawk. Um, but uh, Love you, buddy. You've <laughs> been trying to sell me I, all I day. I'm feeling like I mean. the love right now. There's so <laughs> much love at this it, table. It really is. That's the whole reason why I keep coming back. That's the whole reason why, you know, I enjoy doing it is because that that's that's my favorite part of, of the whole whole thing, no matter what it is, whether we're talking on air or the three hours we talk after we turn off the mics because oh, we've we to keep going. Yeah. That so. is
1: one of my favorite parts of doing Fanatics as a Fan is is I do all this planning, all this work, we have scripts, we do all of this, I turn the mics off and all of the most amazing stuff
0: happens. Why'd you turn, like, why'd you turn them off? Well, a lot I of what's said can't really be yeah. repeated. Right. One uh, day <laughs> I
1: actually faked them out and didn't turn them off. And I had, a, I had a Phinex in the Fan after show that was amazing. I just didn't tell them the mics were on. And it was great. Some of the greatest guests, uh, 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 Springfield Batman, Mr. Michael Decker. He's a wonderful person. Uh, he's, 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 he's my Springfield Batman. I don't care what he says. No Who Batman. is Batman ever uh, from American Wasteland? Uh, Brittany Greer, uh, the artist David fought the author Ian uh, uh, e. Elena. Some of the greatest guests of all times. Well, uh, and David Fodd is here. He's here at this event this at weekend. At the Lebanon Megacon, at, at the Lebanon Cowan Civic Center in Lebanon, Missouri, yep. Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Come check, check out the Horrible Movie Podcast, yes. the Worst Comic Podcast, as well as fanatics and the fan. We're sitting right next to each other. So it's a whole row of us. You Brilliant. can't escape us. If you want to meet some cool geeks and have some cool discussions, come out to the Lebanon Mega Comp.